When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely delighted to welcome him into the program. There wasn't much he could not do on a rugby field, whether it's leading his country, winning Super Rugby titles, winning Super Rugby Player of the Year, whether it was intercepting and breaking the hearts of New Zealanders at World Cups. Uh, incredible career. Um, one that was um, heavily impacted by head knocks and concussions. Well, these days, our next guest is um, big on investing into uh, emerging technologies to help revolutionise how concussion and other mental health issues can be identified and managed. We are utterly delighted and privileged to welcome into the show Mr Sterling Mortlock who joins us. Sterling, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure to be here, Daniel. I had to get the Carlos intercepts in there somewhere, didn't I? Um, yeah, we, we, no. we have long memories over here. We have long memories over here. You, you do. Um, I'm really thankful that I, that I did play in some amazing matches. Uh, and um, thankful that occasionally some good things happen in some of those games. That was one of the occasions. Um, it's funny, a lot of Kiwis, that's all they say to me. Um, and we've got even Kiwi uh, shareholders in our business. And every time I see them, they say, we still haven't forgiven you still, though. Um, but, you know, funnily enough, I think about, I think about uh, it's almost, you know, 75% of the test matches that I played against New Zealand, I lost. Um, so you've got to cherish those ones that you win, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Sterling, uh, incredible career you did have, but as I said at the top, it was um, impacted by something you uh, are deeply passionate about by the, um, by the sounds. I'm really keen to get into what uh, uh, iGuide Technologies are doing at the very face of identifying concussions and, either, uh, and other mental health issues. But can, can I just revert back to you just elaborating to us, you know, why this is such a personal story for you of, of how impacted you were in your playing days? Oh, it's pretty simple. Um, I, I, I would imagine I had at least 10 concussions through my career and there was two instances where I had to stand down from, from playing because I had uh, a couple of repeated concussions. And when you have, you know, the side effects and long-term symptoms and side effects that go with that, it's, it's quite frightening and, um, you know, it impacts not, it, it impacts your whole entire life. You can't sleep very well. Um, you can't concentrate very well. You get irritable. All these, all these things impact your whole entire life and well-being. And so it's, <clears throat> sorry, it's, it's a, it's a huge stigma of contact sports. That, and, and I guess I'm really happy with the way that a lot of the national governing bodies in all different sports are addressing it and making sure their protocols are more robust and the awareness is, is there on, on how to identify it and more importantly how to have really robust return to play protocols but from my perspective if i had something like eye guide which object- objectively measures your brain health and a really simple process that does it in 10 seconds uh, that would have just provided huge peace of mind and comfort to me personally and my family it would have been a great assistance um, with all of the medical staff and everyone returning in, in regards to returning to play, um, I see that as being the, the big, the big win here. That this is a really cost-effective 
way. It, it doesn't cost a lot for this technology. It could be in every community team, every club, every school. And effectively what happens is there's a neurological passport that every single participant can have and you can measure them for your whole entire life. And then just it gives you greater ability to have better informed decisions. I want to drill down on the technology in just a moment, but I completely agree. And, and I, I do think it's one thing in modern uh, days uh, we can really give a lot of credit to rugby um, overall uh, is this um, absolute sort of uh, desire to try to make the game safer and, and head knocks especially. Uh, in, in your times, what, I'm not sure if this is the right choice of word, was it, was it sort of the Wild West with regard to assessing at the times? I always remember famously there was a... Um, Super Rugby final um, in 2006, Hurricanes versus the Crusaders. The Fog finals is no one. Pity Weeper uh, gets horribly me. knocked out, horribly knocked out. Everyone saw it on TV. The doctors on the other side of the field, I think it was Ian Murphy, ran over. And by the time he got to the player, he presented no um, obvious symptoms. And he said, right, right you can carry on. Um, yeah, it, it seemed like doctors acting in good faith just didn't have... Um, enough available to them to make the right judgment. Is that a fair way of describing it? Oh, I, I think it was both sides of the coin, um, and, and this is the way I always phrase it. Uh, coaches want to coach, players want to play. And in that era that I came through, it was absolutely, uh, uh, you know, unless your, your leg was broken or something was extremely wrong, you needed to stand up and be in the defensive line. And... So sometimes you would just automatically get back up even though you had had, a, had suffered a, a decent head knock or a, a potential concussion just because that's the way you, it was ingrained. I, I really uh, am really thankful and happy that, that that's not the case nowadays. Everyone in, in, in a lot of games that have you know, collision sports, they know that, that this, that's not the methodology. You know, if you suffered that, bang, you need to be assessed and you need to have a HIA protocol or, or a SCAP treatment uh, Scat protocol straight, straight away. So, I, I guess to answer your question, only one time when I had you know those ten concussions that I mentioned, one time uh, I didn't come off, and actually that that was probably in my opinion the the worst long term side effects. So it was in a game against the the Chiefs, and I actually it was friendly fire. I actually I had a massive collision with George Smith going into a ruck, and so no one really saw it because it was you know, Brumby on Brumby, and I just went straight back into the, into the you know, into outside centre defensive line, and no one really saw it, and I just kept going and, and effectively played, you know, 20-odd minutes longer concussed. Mm. Um, and, and, and then I actually had to have a week or so or two off afterwards because it was terrible, the side effects long-term. Um, every other time, the medical staff were right there on me and got me off, and I didn't come back onto the field. Um, so I was very thankful and lucky that I did get the, the quality of care in all of those scenarios. Um, what I found really, really difficult though was when you have, uh, you know, a, a broken bone, you get a scan and it confirms that, or you, or you've got a muscle tear or a ligament strain, you get a, you get an MRI or whatever, you get the scan and it confirms it, and you go back and you say, no, look, more than likely I'm out for four weeks or whatever the number is. When it comes to brain health. There really hasn't been a lot of digitization and ways to objectively quantify what's going on, uh, and that's why I really love what iGuide is doing. That that this is just another tool that objectively quantifies your brain health, and more mm. importantly, it really sets an objective baseline for you 
every individual will have a different baseline. And even if you're, uh, you know, if you're fatigued, that baseline, it'll come back lower as well. So it actually monitors your brain health, not just, you know, not just to help with concussions. And so when we saw that and went through it and I went through it and had a, you know, a test of it, I was like, okay, I get this. This is going to be more important for integrating back into word, word you know, uh, uh, return to play protocols and, and helping people to say, look, I'm not right. I feel like I'm almost there, but look, here's my test result, bang. Um, so there's that objective data point that helps provide weight to everyone um, that, that, no, you know, Sterling shouldn't go back. Uh, we need to wait until he's ready. I got technologies. You're a firm believer in it. You've invested in it. Um, how, how does it work? Like, like for our weekend warriors, if they're if they're at a game, um, and that's what what I'm guessing what you'd like to see that this per it's down at all levels that it's um, available to all clubs eventually. So how does it work? How does it operate? Work us through the the mechanics of it. Yeah, it's really simple. So it's just uh, it's a simple, fast, non-invasive digital eye test. So it basically captures uh, in ten seconds. You literally look at a iPad screen and then while you're following this dot on the iPad screen, a camera captures twelve hundred images of the player's eye movement. That then goes straight away immediately to assess the brain function. And it's really noticeable when you're concussed or when your brain isn't functioning optimally. And especially if you you know, ideally you've got a baseline and then then you can see really clearly when you're when you're not not right um but even when you don't have a baseline say for instance an away player comes in to the change room and they want to test them it will be really noticeable that that their ocular function is way way off and people can't manipulate a system here it is what it is. No. I'm thinking about, no. I've used to, yeah, there were yeah. those sort of cognitive tests prior to a season where people would deliberately, I know I know this for a fact, rugby players would deliberately make sure they get a lower score. So if they had a head knock during the game, they might pass it. So so this takes it out. The theory of manipulation should be removed from, from the equation. Exactly. And that's why I loved it too. So uh, there is no fun fudging. You can't fudge your baseline at all. And it, 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 the test actually says you've got to do it again, and you can see the result. You can actually see that your tracking was it was nowhere near what it should have been. Um, so I, I tried to fudge my. <laughs> I, I had a bit of a play around, tried to fudge it, and I couldn't. Uh, it just came up and said, "Do the test again, please," and it showed that showed the result that it was, it was a non-result. Um, so to me, yeah, that that was the whole thing. Every every season. You know, you do your baseline testing, and as I said at the beginning, you know, players want to play. So that baseline testing, you'd go hard, but you wouldn't go too hard, right? Because you don't want to step out too high. Um, whereas something like this, I guide, there is no way you can fudge that result. Your baseline will be your baseline. And then from there onwards, you know, you've got a really objective data point to say, this is when I'm functioning at optimal, you know, optimal capacity. And unfortunately, I'm not there. So... I need to rest. It's really simple. Did you try to fudge your own results when you were playing? Uh, no, no. I, I guess what I'm saying is every preseason you would just go, you would do the test, but you wouldn't try to win the test or beat everyone else. Right. Just go and do yeah. It. yeah. You know, just like, do it. it. Just finish it. It wasn't. 
Correct. It, it wasn't. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's one of those tests where you don't want to be the gold medal winner, basically. Put it that way. Um, <laughs> whereas every other test, you know, you're in a you're in a high performing environment, a team dynamic, mate. Blokes want to beat you in everything. So, um, but it's really, it, it actually really is interesting. On on the eye guide test, I actually really wanted to concentrate really hard to get it to get it sorted. After I tried to budget, I was like, okay, well, I better sort this out. Um, so yeah, I just I just really like the fact that that a you 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 can't fudge your baseline. You know you, you've got to do that, and it's objectively measuring that baseline. And then b from then from then onwards, you will have a neurological passport with you, which you know even for me, um, I, I've participated in a, in a in a concussion you know brain research project. Uh, I only did that uh, a few months ago. That whole process was fantastic for me. I, I you know, it was four hours. I uh, did a, a really an hour, a really accurate brain MRI, and then three hours of, of neurological tests, memory tests, short-term, medium-term memory tests, and all these different stuff that, including, including a, a, a ocular motor function test as well. Um, and that was fantastic for me to go through that process and to go through that because you know the the, the research, uh, the doctor said no, you know, like he gave me my results and everything else. But every five years from now, I will be doing that. Um, and again, that's going to provide me a lot of comfort. Um, mm. However, if I had had an eye guide, you know, neurological passport for my playing days and could be doing it now, I would just love that because it would provide me a lot more peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you've stated you like to see this a bit like defibrillators, you know, out in public settings. But we all know defibs are expensive. Not every club has access to them. So for people listening, whether they're administrators of sports or looking after their own clubs uh, and they want to know more about iGuide, where, where does one turn? Uh, you can you could basically, uh, I guess there's two ways. iGuide, iGuide Technologies, their website, or XB Capital, our business. XV Capital, our website, connect with us and we can connect you with iGuide or directly through iGuide Technologies. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it, it's something that we we will be accelerating then throughout Australia, New Zealand and, and Japan to start with. Um, but but also iGuide is accelerated up in the UK and, and we'll be going to North America as well. So it, it, it's something that we see as a huge problem in, in contact sport. Uh, we just want to we want to provide a lot more uh, uh, comfort to everyone participating, and obviously all the parents that that if we if we have something like I guide in every community, uh, every school, it will provide a huge amount of comfort that the, the kids aren't putting themselves in harm's way when they shouldn't be. Wonderful stuff, Sterling. Um, I, I've got to ask, it's a pretty big year in rugby, twenty twenty three. How well, well <laughs> placed to you, Aussies? You've got about ten seconds or less. Oh. I, I, I actually saw Eddie Jones yesterday. Um, there are there's a lot of talented players out there, but I just think uh, I think we'll, it'll be a tough challenge for us. But Eddie is certainly the right person to get the best out of us in this short period of time yeah. in the World Cup. Sterling, thank you so much for joining us and sharing the story of iGuide. I, I'm fascinated to see how this uh, progresses. Uh, keep up the fine work. Thanks for joining us here on ECNZ. Thanks for having me, Daniel.